Welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's me, Nick. The holidays are upon us, and so we should stop talking about religion, money, and politics. Just kidding. We're going to talk about all of those things during the holidays, but on this episode, we'll just stick to religion. Enjoy. I'm speaking at a church coming up pretty oh, yeah? soon. Well, it's, it's kind of a church. It's called Oasis. My friend Ruth Bristow, who used to be a, a Disney Imagineer, uh, great soul, great spirit. She's created uh, a chapter of this international organization locally. Uh, and it's a place, it's a non-denom- non-denominational church where they don't even necessarily talk about God. They're talking about community, they're talking about values, they're talking, telling stories, they're uh, self-empowering and mutually empowering. And she reached out and she said, hey, uh, well, I'm doing this thing, would you be willing to come talk to us? And at first I was like, mm, I don't know about that. I'm kind of avoiding religious things and I'm avoiding, although this seems a little bit different. And then I saw the little talk that she gave uh, when she was at the last Oasis gathering. And it was just a human being talking about stuff that's important to her life and where she's at in her life and some things that she's learned. And I'm like, well, that's what I do, whether it's framed as a church or not. But I still have this little, like, churchy thing sitting over my shoulder a little twinge of well i don't i don't i don't want to be appropriated by religion yeah i don't want i don't want a religion to be able to turn around and say bob's values are the same as our values and i don't know why that is actually because if their values are the same as my values it's probably my church it's a weird idea to be kind of like have religion at arm's length because of the things it's associated with yeah right like indoctrination and humans um, controlling humans yeah yeah and on you know some super nefarious levels and on some not so nefarious but still not great levels right yeah yeah and i was i read this quote or i heard this quote on a podcast on a podcast called maintenance phase they're talking about a person who was very sheltered she grew up in a religious family i think her dad was a pastor and uh homeschooled and so she talks about not seeing the first you know the first black person or people of color she saw wasn't until she was 14 or something along those lines cloistered and Martin Luther King Jr. is credited with saying this, uh, Sunday morning is the most segregated time in America. Hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. And my experience is a little bit different because we went based on our culture to the Greek Orthodox Church. Mm -hmm. And we hung out for the most part with Greek people, even though for whatever reason, like we always knew that some people were less trustworthy than others, even in the Greek church, it would still be like, okay, well, we just have to hang out with only Greek people. <laughs> right. And so I had the same experience. I went to private school until sixth grade. I went to the Greek church and the Greek church events and pretty exclusively. Wow. And I mean, so, I knew you were Greek, but I didn't know you were that. Greek. Oh yeah. Super yeah. Greek. Thank you. <laughs> wear a cape. It's blue and white. Um, yeah. So that idea of, church leaving not a bad taste in your mouth but being like 
not inclusive and not diverse and not both in thought and in the people who come there. Yeah. It's well, it separates, it separates you out. Right. Yeah. And it does kind of corral your thinking so that we're all feeling the same way or thinking the same way while we're present together, or they're trying to evoke a certain feeling from the pulpit or wherever they are. I just think that's, that's fascinating. That, that quote from Martin Luther King Jr. is it's something because I do see that. I mean, I've I've had the opportunity to see um, black church in action in Central Florida, actually a couple times, uh, and I've, I've experienced uh, some white churches in Central Florida, and it's a completely different feel, completely different feel. If I if I have to be honest, if I'm going to be religious at any point in my life, I'm going to be black and religious because that's the space that I found far more engaging and entertaining. I have uh, I. Have a friend, LaVon Bracey, who works at uh, Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts, and her mother, uh, Dr. LaVon Bracey, uh, the Reverend Dr. LaVon Bracey, is this incredible preacher. And to see her up in front of a group of people, I, I've only seen her on video, but she is full of the Lord and she is throwing it out at, at the parishioners and they are receiving it as she is laying it down. And her daughter, LaVon, I saw her do a fundraiser and it was so funny to see, she's at a fundraising breakfast and I'm seeing her mother in her. I'm yeah. seeing her embodied as she's out there saying, today's the day to give, today's the day to give. And she just, I mean, she, she brought in a lot of money that day by using that power. So anyways, yeah, I do believe that that concept of segregation and the churches, it's like I always equated them to fan clubs, like God's fan clubs. You know, they have their different branding and we want you to be a member of our club versus their club and it is versus their club sometimes. Uh, it's, it's fascinating to me because everything that I've seen says that whether it's the Quran you follow or the Torah or the Bible, there are so many common core elements to all those that we just need to rip the walls off these churches and we could actually be, you know, one people. Yeah. You know? I almost think of it like, it's funny you mentioned fan clubs, but it is almost like following a band or something along those lines, <laughs> right? Like, or just being a, you know, being into it and just following that one thing. Yeah. Right. And I can't, I don't do that in life. I don't listen to the same band over and over again. I don't drink the same drink over and over yeah. again. Um, I will do a lot of different things because I like a certain amount of variety in my life. But if I knew, and I, and I could do this in a non-disrespectful way, of course, if I could like know that, okay, at the church, at this church, they're talking about this this weekend. At this church, they're talking about this this weekend. Oh, at this church, they're talking about uh, meditation and how to be a better friend and things like that. Yeah, through a religious lens, but yeah. you know, I can take or leave that part. That might be something I'd like to attend, but I may only attend it when I like what they're talking about hmm. versus having to attend it all the time and frankly hear the same thing over and over again. Well, and this is the thing too. How I we I'm I grew up in the Catholic Church. You had the Missalette. I mean, it was I knew the choreography of the church. Yeah. Stand, oh, sit, yeah. kneel, stand, sit, kneel, stand, sit, kneel. And we have a little of, more incense in the Greek Orthodox Church, yeah, but yeah. still the same thing. I've been to one Greek Orthodox um, ceremony. It was because I went to a Greek Orthodox festival uh, and I showed up too early. <laughs> when I say I showed up too early, they were going to have all these great refreshments and entertainment afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And we showed but up just before, church. Yeah. <laughs> just before mass started. So it was, a, it was an interesting something to experience. But here's the thing. 
if you like religion, enjoy religion. I just want to see things that bring us together. That, you know, I'm really tired of the divisions. I really am. It's funny because I put something out there on Facebook about being tired of the divisions. And if we could just multiply our skills, we could overcome this and actually do something. And a friend writes very simply, and I loved him and hated him for it. How, Bob? It's like very often I don't travel that far up the how. I yeah, talk about the what. Yeah. Although... What I do for a living is helping people to find the how to their what's and their yeah. why's, you know. So, but I think it, it was a valid challenge to ask to say, "Hey, don't toss platitudes at us. Give us a hint as to how we might be able to start this," you know. And I think it starts with us caring about each other, you know. The Dalai Lama, genuine care for each other can open up everything. Hello, friends. It's Bob. Between recording this episode and recording this outro, I delivered my sermon to the flock at the Oasis. It turned out to be more interesting than I expected. I met some fascinating and talented souls and got a chance to talk about seeing the good in life and being the good in life. In the end, it didn't feel like a church group at all. It felt like kind people engaging and sharing with each other. And that's a groove that I can get into. That's all for this episode of Your Daily Dose. Thanks for listening.